and welcome to Subculture, the podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your pilot, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined today by fellow aerial enthusiast, Joanna Graham. Hello. Benjamin Hyman's. Gotta go fast. And Jake Guys, stop me if I drone on, but this uh, is going to be a good episode. God damn it, every episode, every time. <laughs> can start ducking your pay next. Oh, please no. What that zero pounds? If you owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what's your favourite way to fly? Hmm. Are there more than one? There's not that many. <laughs> not many that you can survive. Helicopters. I've never You've been got... in a helicopter. Only Tories have been in helicopters, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's true! Wow. Jacob, what's your favourite form of flight? If you can even call it flight, being shot out of a big circus cannon. I think that'd be pretty oh. cool. You know, it's kind of retro, kind of Victorian maybe. But yeah, I think that'd be quite good. The landing, not so much. <laughs> but, you know, for those couple of seconds, I think that'd be bloody great. Wait, can I change my answer? Oh, go on then. Just because I realised I have flown in a different way. Oh. I went paragliding one time. How did you forget about that? Because it was quite stressful. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like run off the top of a mountain and just have faith that you will fly. And that goes against human nature. From day one, you're taught not to do that. Yeah, I know. And literally when I had to do it, you get paired with an expert. I was like clawing at his neck, like, please don't let me go. I'm so scared. And he was like trying to pry me away. I was terrified. (laughs) And then Kevin was sick. Oh my God. From the air. Oh my God. Someone had a bad day. What you above? Was it like a beach full of people? It was literally above our holiday resort and above the, the beach where everyone was sunbathing. I don't think it landed on any person, but it did definitely land near people. Ooh. And it was sort of bright red. It looked like blood. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> anyway, we'll segue on because this is a great intro to the subject of today's episode, which you haven't guessed already, is drone enthusiasts? Droners? I wanted to call them drone heads, but I couldn't find any online resource that called them drone heads. Mm. So I don't know if we just roll with that and see if it picks up. There's nothing wrong with being a trendsetter. What about drone bros? Drone bros. I like drone bros. Droniacs. Droniacs. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. We happy with Droniacs? Yeah. So Ben, tell us a little bit more about Droniacs. Well, who is a Droniac? Essentially, somebody who fucking loves operating drones. That's it. End of episode. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Good night, everyone. (laughs) Great. Nipped it right in the bud. So... People who like drones, so like, what does that extend to? I mean, drone, you think of a little whirly bird thing that you give to your like nephew for Christmas and they crash it and they never use it again. But it's a bit more than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's really difficult to kind of pin it down because drones come in so many shapes and sizes these days. But essentially, there's so many different ways of operating drones and these are people who just love doing it. Their idea of a good time out is they're going to head down to their local field or industrial estate or other undisclosed location. They're going to get their drone out. They're probably going to bring a couple of friends along because these drones can be heavy and expensive and, you know, it's a good group activity fly thing together. And uh, they're going to fly it about a bit. There's various things it can do while it's flying, but we'll get to those in a little while. Ooh. Mysterious. Well, what about the population? Do we have a pop cap on this bad boy? Can the drones take whales in a fight? It's difficult to say. There's been a massive boom in people who own drones in recent years. 
honestly, we probably all know someone who owns a drone, but are they drone enthusiasts? Depending on how you quantify it, one of the easiest ways is probably how much money they spend on the drone, because mm. you can get a drone from AliExpress for £5, or you can very easily just go on Google and spend over ten grand for a drone out of the box. So for the proper drone enthusiast, it's hard to say. Money does make it a bit prohibitive sometimes. Even if it doesn't match Wales yet, it will do in the next yeah. five, ten years. I think it's getting to a point where like consumer drones is, is going to be a case yeah, of, yeah. oh, what, you don't have a drone? You've got a bike for Christmas? Aren't oh, you lame? <laughs> you don't take your drone to school? What a loser. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, do you remember when we all used to take our Beyblades to school? Just kids yeah. taking drones to school instead these days. I'd love it if they pulled it behind them on a leash, like a toy dog. <laughs> I feel that it's quite irresponsible, like, the rapid growth of drone enthusiasm. Mm. Like, I've known people with drones who, like, are proper enthusiasts and they take it really seriously. And you do actually need to be trained in order to legally fly a drone in most public areas. You have to have a qualification. Because it's hard and you can fuck it up easily and you can really damage someone. It's in a very weird spot right now where it's becoming so commercially available but it's getting into the hands of the really irresponsible people. Yeah, Yeah. And as bad as that is overall... I'm kind of up for it just for the memes we're going to get out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> then you say that until you get hit on the head by a stray drone. You get scalped. Well, yeah. I remember last episode we went in about trains, that if you fly a drone near a railway track, that's a big old nasty fine. It's not just that as well, because if you are flying a drone in most areas, you have to coordinate with airspace to make sure that it's not in any flight paths. That's, like, serious, serious shit. Like, you could oh, genuinely definitely. kill, like, hundreds of people if you fuck that up. Like, fly a oh, drone yeah. in the wrong area. And you can cause like a massive accident. So like when I knew people who did droning, there was a lot of conversations with air marshals and stuff and being like, is it okay if I fly my drone here today at this time? And they'd be like, yes or no. Is that still the case? So it is still the case, but it's probably not as regulated as it should be. I'm guessing there's just not the capabilities. Yeah, it's like when you can go to your local Argos and buy a drone for 50 quid, they're not going to check for your drone license or any sort of qualification. Some drones now, I think, have built-in restrictions, so they can't go over a certain height, which means they don't meet airspace. And they're so easy to bypass those as well. Like, so many people install custom software on the drones to do fancy cool things. And these are just, like, the most basic entry level. Like, once you start going online and buying boards yourself and putting together your own drone and 3D printing parts, the sky's the limit, quite literally. I like to think if you're 3D printing stuff for a drone, you're more than just a rapscallion trying to fuck with people. <laughs> I feel that that figure, that's got to be the enthusiast level, right? I don't know how many people you've met who actually 3D print stuff as like a thing, but they tend to be very irresponsible people. You give them someone a power <laughs> and they're going to print themselves all sorts of things, but they just get into mischief. Why wouldn't yeah. you? I had access to a 3D printer and I did that. <laughs> like, you can't help what, what it. What did you make, Joe? I made coasters. <laughs> For my podcast. <laughs> and oh, I sold me thinking, oh, Joe's gone and 3D printed a dildo. No, she <laughs> no, made coasters. Because I will tell you, you can't make a dildo out of a 3D printer. Because of the way the 3D plastic prints, it has air holes in, which is like a hive of bacteria. But like also because it's made up of tiny particles of plastic, you just do not want to put that inside. <laughs> Microplastics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder if it would absorb all the moisture as well, like just, just uh, leave you dry. Uh, it's got that like texture hasn't it it's all kind of like hard i've got a couple of 3d printed things in the room i'm in and it's like you do yeah it's scratchy don't want to put that near you oh my god so what about some groups of drones like what kind of drones out there there's a few primary 
drone subgroups, I suppose. There's what I would call the flyers. And these are the people who are quite tame compared to some of the others. They quite like going down to a park with a couple of their friends. And they just fly it for hours on end. They see how far high they can go. See how far they can go. Very responsible people. Next up, you have the racers. Ooh. They love to go fast. Ooh. I'm only familiar about this because of the Lost Judgment video game where you get to be a drone racer. Mm. Yeah, drone racing seems really cool. There's two different sizes as well. There's the DRL, Drone Racing League, and then there's Underground Drone Racing where you get to go faster. I'm assuming they all wear like leather jackets with studs and stuff. Like <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> they all have mohawks. Nice. Yeah, cyber mohawks, they glow. Yeah. So there's the Drone Racing League, which you might want to look up then. They're official sanctioned events and they're much more sensible about things. The Drone Racing League does everything legal and depending on where you are, you've got different speed limits for how fast drones can go. In the UK, it's a very pitiful 42 miles an hour. I think in the US, it might be like 80 miles an hour drone speed limit. However, the fastest recording drone speed we have seen was 180 miles an hour. (laughs) Now, I just want big industrial estate, 180 miles an hour drones going along. Just just sounds so cool. Neon everywhere. Yeah, that's what we need. We also have the cinematographers. Ooh. Now, these Ooh. are people who... Droning's kind of like a secondary hobby, so they'll have a very nice, expensive drone. They will then mount to it a equally as expensive camera. And then quite often, they'll go on an equally expensive holiday, and then that's where you get these really nice like panoramic views of great landscapes and stuff, which just wouldn't be possible without drones. You, know, you go back a few years to when they're recording Lord of the Rings, and you've got people going around in helicopters trying to do yeah. it. Drones just make it so much more accessible. I think back to like when I was a kid watching TV shows and you knew it was a fancy TV show that like a wide pan view like zooming out because you know the BBC has fuck all money and hiring a helicopter is like I don't know asking for someone's left arm but now everyone does it yeah in fact there's a local business near me that not today video too much but you know when it was super windy like a month or so back they were basically posting on all the local Facebook groups saying hey we do drone recordings do you want us to come check out your roof for you and give you a full 3D map of your house from a drone? That's so cool. That's that amazing. Cool. Yeah. Back in the day, you'd have to get man up a ladder to go and see if there's any issues <laughs> or wait for it to start leaking. But now you just... I seem to remember, actually, you mentioning that. I'm pretty sure back when I worked with drones, we were doing some work with Lincoln Cathedral and one of the spires had been damaged or something and they sent drones up to, like, scan it or something. I don't know if I talked about that with you. That doesn't sound familiar to me, but it definitely sounds like a sensible thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's like old buildings like that. Like, you could do it with, um, I'm going to sound like such a philistine. What's that building in Paris that burned down? (laughs) Notre Dame. Dame. Thank you. Like, old buildings like that, where it's like actually more risky to send a man up there on a ladder than it is just to, like, send a drone up. Oh, yeah. That's so many positive uses. Yeah. Now we just need drones to be able to save cats from trees. I'm sure they can do if you fly the cat aggressively enough. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, well, I thoroughly enjoyed that, but how about we go for a little wee-wee break? Because I really want to, just to piss everywhere, in my hands and on the floor. So how about that? Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's me again, Mr. Piss. I 
thought I'd take this time whilst they're crying and wanking in the corner to talk to you about the social medias such as Subculture Cast, where you can find me more on rambling online at Subculture Cast on Twitter and Instagram. But if you want to listen to more naughty little episodes, why not give Subculture to listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify? Just at Subcultured. You'll know it because of the stupid little t-shirt they put on the front. And if that hasn't entertained you, little picky fuckers, how about going over to Podcrabs at www.podcrabs.com and listening to another bunch of exciting podcasts that are far better. But I'm biased. I don't like these guys. They just work for me. Anyway, I'm going to go. Someone's got to unscrew the wheels. My Ben, assume I'm just some layman on the sidelines, and I think to myself, I'd like to fly a drone, or I'd like to get into drones. What should I do? How do drone? I think the first thing you want to do is probably get a drone. You need to not make the mistake of going straight into a deep end. Uh, mm. What you probably want to do to really just start out is hit up AliExpress. What? Get something no. from you for £5. Ben. <laughs> you definitely can get some really interesting small drones from AliExpress. I've got a friend who bought one for like £1 from Wish. And it broke after a week. They will do it. But I think the main thing to get from here is that you're quite likely to break your first drone. Yeah, that is true. So uh... don't go and spend... A hundred pounds off the bat because you're going to hit a tree and you're going to fuck it. So buy something cheap, get a feel for it, see if you actually enjoy it first. And then maybe have a think about what you would actually want to use a drone for. Again, this is a really good chance for you to see how you would use the drone. Like, do you like the idea of taking on a run and flying around in the trees and taking pictures? Do you you want to slap a flamethrower on it and just mess about in your garden? (laughs) Where do you use your drone when you've got a crappy little cheap one? And then from there, you can kind of tailor your drone experience. Do you want to get one with a really nice camera? Do you want to get one that goes really fast? Do you really enjoy just zipping between trees? Do you want one with a dildo on it? One with a dildo on it. (laughs) Then you really have to sort of ask yourself, how invested do you want to get time-wise? Basically, you've got time versus money. So you can get a drone that's fairly blank, and because it's literally just a thing, you can attach what you want to it, you can mod it, you can do all that sort of stuff. You can get a 3D printer, put custom software on it, that takes a lot of time, or you can spend 10 plus grand and get one that does what you want out of the box. Jesus, that's a lot of money. I don't want to spend that kind of money if I'm going to break it. So if you don't want to spend that kind of money and you're worried about breaking it, then you probably want to go get a cheaper one and then just start trolling Thingiverse and all the other 3D printing sites and finding what you want to attach to it. I guess nowadays there's more and more people to get drones. The second-hand market's going to start being yeah. bigger and bigger. And also, as you said earlier, Ben, it's likely that any person knows someone with a drone and normally they're like really happy to share tips and talk about it and let you have a go. So if you just get in contact with someone who has a drone already, I'm sure they'd let you go out and have a go on it. Again, it depends on the people you know. If you know someone who's got a 10 grand drone, you know someone's got a 100 pound drone, maybe ask a 100 pound person first because if you crash a 10 grand drone, (laughs) you maybe don't have that friend anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You mentioned some laws as well. Like, what laws should I be aware of if I was getting into drones? If you go get a £10 drone off the internet, you're probably not going to have to worry about any laws because the drone is likely going to be physically incapable of breaking these laws. Yeah. 
But there's definitely things, depending on where you are, it's different, but how high you can fly, how fast you can fly, and where you can fly, it's a kind of a big free. So don't fly too fast, don't fly into where aeroplanes would be, and some places you're not allowed to fly in residential areas. Yeah, because privacy reasons. Yeah, like if you obviously stick a big camera on a big drone and then fly around and you're just looking in people's back windows, that's that's obviously a bit of a no-no. Public infrastructure, like train tracks, power lines, airports, generally a no-go if you live near Oh god, airports, you'll fucking get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Only if they can find you. Yeah. There was a case of an airport being shut down not too long ago. Yeah, Heathrow, wasn't it? Yeah, now I looked into that a little bit and there is some conflicting reports that it may have just been a plastic bag all along and that's why they never found a drone operator. (laughs) I guess as well, it must be quite difficult because if a drone's flying, unless you can catch it, how are you going to (laughs) know who owns it? You need another drone to find the drone flyer. Well, there's actually a market for that. So there are drones that are purposely designed to catch other drones. They're employed by a lot of police, but... This seems like an untapped market for some kind of drone sporting event. Like, you can get drones with big nets and their whole purpose is to fly at drones and take them out of the sky. You also can get big electronic guns, which will just interrupt all the signal and cause the drone to drop to the ground. So again, like, having some kind of drone hunt sounds like a really fun and non-lethal thing to do. But don't you have to be careful as well with, like, flying drones in certain areas because you need, like, an outdoor space so they can find GPS or something? Like, they don't work in buildings. Is that right? It depends on the drone. Generally speaking, it's not recommended to fly in buildings, but plenty of drones can work just off RC signals. Some of the larger, more automated drones do need GPS signals, things like that, to be able to tell them how high they are and that they're going in the right direction. Generally speaking, those are probably much more expensive, so if you get one of those, you'll likely know what you're doing already, unless you've got more money than you know what to do with and you're just burning it, at which point, have fun figuring it out, you've probably got enough money to get a second one when it crashes. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you allowed to do a drone in your own garden, or is it, because it's a residential area and you might see neighbours land, is that, like, off-limits? I think technically it is not allowed in the UK, I couldn't speak for other countries, but again, it's very difficult to enforce, you don't need to register to have a drone. You can just get one. And so if you decide to fly in your back garden, then it's kind of onus on you to own up to if anything goes wrong. It could be that you fly a little bit, your neighbours are absolutely fine, great stuff, no one cares. But if your neighbour complains, you might get the brothers knocking on your door. Mm. So definitely recommend if you're going to try it, just look up what you're doing. How about we go into our last section of the podcast, the ride or die. The fun part, as I like to call it. Ben, has anyone died because of drones shockingly it doesn't seem like anyone has directly died from a hobby drone and i think i just want to clarify that for anyone who goes well actually obama (laughs) there's a really long list of near misses and actual air collisions but generally speaking the drone comes off worse in all of these and there's been a few injuries but no actual deaths yet Sadly, though, I do think it's worth saying it does seem like it's only a matter of time. Yeah. It's just one of the risks of making them commercially available to your general average person is that the average person is real dumb yeah. and will do real dumb things. It's difficult, too, because drones, I think, are designed to be quite fragile, which is why they break so easily, because they, they are designed almost like certain safe cars to like collapse on impact. 
But the more popular they become and the more they break and the more people then return them because they've broken, the more robust the designs are becoming, which will then in turn make them more dangerous. Yeah, at the moment, the closest thing I could probably find was a remote control drone with propellers that bounced into a hot air balloon of all things. Oh, the drone just shattered, the hot air balloon was fine. Wow. But you think like, you know, if someone built the drone at home, maybe, maybe they decide to use metal propellers because it's more sturdy. Stick in some custom motors which spin faster and with more mm-hmm. torque. Yeah, it could be a disaster. If, yeah, it could be an absolute disaster. So, fingers crossed we get by without it, but it does seem like it's only a matter of time. There's all these rules and regulations in place to try and stop it happening, but as we've seen, there's nothing to really enforce you doing it. It's more of a after the fact thing if you shouldn't have done this, here's the rules. Yeah, if you're going to go all mad scientists with drones, you're just going to make the rest of the drone community sadder as they put more laws in to combat just you. Not everyone else. Just you, listener. It's specifically your fault. You heard Jake say it. We hate you. Yeah, just you, um, Steve from Kent. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Steve Steve's from Kent, owned. who definitely exists. Ooh. Take that, Steve. Yeah, take that, Steve. From Kent, specifically. Yeah, unless you actually are a real person that I'm very, 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 very sorry. <laughs> I kind of hope there is, because could you imagine the chills he's getting right now? <laughs> Oh my god. If, I, I'm really sorry, Steve from Kent. If you, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and are targeted by us, a uh, drone will be in your location inbound. What about the ride part of it, Ben? Let's get sexy. So you want to know sexy? I almost hate to admit this, but I did look because it's part of research. I couldn't find any live videos of a drone being used in a sexy manner. The closest I could find was this attachment. Oh no, there's a link. Of course it was going to happen. Somebody has mounted what? a big old penis to a drone. Why? What's the point? Guys, someone has to verbally describe this. I'll do it. So yes. it's a beautiful lady, very dressed up. She's looking very glamorous in her leopard print silk robe. And yeah. she's lying on bed with her legs spread apart. And she's got a very cute pink and purple drone between her legs. And then attached to that is a big pink dildo. It's not just, like, big. It's so long. You're talking about, like, she's classy. And while I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with her, this other image of her (laughs) brings her more to a sort of, like, a very British living room level. uh, Oh, Oh. my God. Legend. Okay, so I'm starting to see the appeal now. So it's, what, a hands-free dildo. So scary, because there are still propellers. Do you want to describe this picture as well, Jeff? This one's much more relatable, I think. So this second picture, same lady, same outfit. Only this time she's on the sofa and she's still got her legs spread apart. And she's drinking a beer and eating a burger. And there's that drone again in between her legs. <laughs> that pesky drone. I mean, I'm impressed by her multitasking because I don't think I could masturbate and eat a burger and drink beer at the same time. And I feel inadequate for that. I feel this is a skit. I don't think this is a real thing. There's a video of her doing it and it just kind of like it looks very staged. I almost wonder if it's like marketing, because I think you can buy this at one point. I just imagine that it's the type of thing that is designed for idiot men who love drones to buy their wives who hate drones. I'm going to send you (laughs) a picture of it when not inserted, and you're going to go off it probably, because when not inserted, it looks terrifying. Oh no. It does. It's like a crowbar attached to a drone. No! Oh no, I hate it. It looks like a dog dick. Oh my god, it does, doesn't it? A little red rocket. Being an avid drone enthusiast as of 10 minutes ago, uh, I also found sexy drone things. 
a video of someone using a drone to penetrate a lady. God. Mm. Now, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a prude, but surely having blades whirring next to your soft bits and the constant buzzing probably isn't a good mood setter. I can only get off if I've got a propeller blade flying right (laughs) next to my face. Mm. You think you might be, like, decapitated. Yeah, exactly. It's the risk. Also, like, drones don't stay still. They just don't. With the more expensive ones, which have, I forget what it's called, but they have, like, G measures oh, or something. Gyroscopes, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But, like, most of them don't have that, and they move around even when they're still. So, like, you know, when you're getting off, you're going to move a bit. One movement in the wrong direction, you've lost an eye or a finger. I thought you were going to go for the old uh, wrong hole conundrum. God. I mean, that would be the least of your problem. You're going to lose a little bit of lip or a ball sack in a dire scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no thrust you're going to get from that thing. No. The video I've shared is basically just someone who's attached a big metal dildo to a drone and is flying it towards this woman who's bent over a car. And you think to yourself, this isn't going to end well. And it doesn't, because it just is basically a massive metal hits someone in the ass. And she doesn't look happy about it. Wait a second. Sorry, none of you told me that this is Bam Majera. I saw his name in the link. I was like, different Bam Majera, obviously. (laughs) No, it's him. Why is he doing this on Instagram? Because Bam. The fuck? He's using a drone to penetrate a lady on a fancy sports car. (laughs) On his Instagram. Oh, that Bam. I'm just trying to imagine the conversation it had. All right, love. I've got a drone here. Do you mind? Also on Instagram, please. (laughs) On Instagram. Ugh. The only other thing I have, I've gone for a nice fun one here, but it's also a bit nefarious. Obviously, the idea of mounting cameras to drones can lead to all sorts of things. Oh, no. There was a couple who uh, thought they'd go for the cheeky tourist van on top of a monastery. Oh, no. And they thought, you know, no one ever comes up here. It's going to be absolutely fine. They're going to be tourists. They're going to be cheating getting away with it. Coincidentally, that exact same time was when somebody was hired to come and do a drone recording of the entire building for marketing oh, purposes. And so, egg and possibly other things on their faces. <laughs> wow. Oh dear. <laughs> so, how about on that bombshell we call it there? So, thank you to everyone for listening to us. We have been the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise for this message. Thought you'd seen the last of me? Not bloody likely, you swines. You can find more from the ragtag bunch of hooligans by searching Subcultured Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Plus, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Subcultured on your podcast platform of choice. Subcultured is part of the Podcrabs Network at www.podcrabs.com. It is well good. I have to ask, do people fuck drones? Have we got a good section on that? I've had a look. We'll get to it when we get to the section. No, that means yes. Yes. They never mean wait for it because I'm going to tell you no, people don't (laughs) fuck drones. The answer is always yes. Ugh.